Welcome, future millionaires, to another episode of Personal Finance with Professor X. So as you can tell from our videos, we love talking about, learning about, and teaching about money. But today, Terry and I are gonna break it down and talk real, 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 real talk about taboos and norms and the culture that we have in the US about money. So Terry, introduce yourself. Who are you? What, what, what are, what, what's, your, what's your trade? What's your business? My name is Terry. Uh, I work in marketing. In ex I work in experiential marketing and I have for the past 10 years on a contract basis. And so in the past, you have, you have uh, sold products, right? Yes. And, and can, do you have any stories or can you talk about times when you have uh, the way that you've been compensated maybe compared with your coworkers or other people has might have might have caused like some people to you know get get screwed or taken advantage of yeah so in my industry there have been contracts that i've had where we've were unable to disclose our pay rates and so i remember working events or with others and we're not supposed to disclose our income but asking someone you know, we would always do it under the radar, asking how much each of us were making. And it was always interesting to know that a lot of us were not making the same amount of money. Specifically, I was working an event and I was curious as to how much another person was making because I had never seen her before. So she was new and I said, you know, out of curiosity, how much are they paying you? And she told me that she was working for exposure. And so I was making $100 more, hundreds of dollars more than her. And the first thing that I could tell her is to never do that again. You, your time is worth money, not exposure. Who do you think it benefits when, when we're encouraged to not talk about money? It only ever benefits the client or the person shelling out the checks. The employer. Yes, the right. employer. Yeah, it benefits the employer. And so even though, but do you think people, do you, like, do you and your friends talk a lot about, I mean, in this, in this story you told, you guys did talk about how much money you were making, but you, you said you was under the radar. Do you and the people you hang out with generally feel comfortable talking about money? So as time went on, initially when we began, we were always afraid because we didn't want to jeopardize our role or our contract, and we wanted to stay compliant. And over time, when we were figuring out that people were making far more than us or far less than us, we began to engage with each other so we can negotiate amongst ourselves how we were gonna negotiate with our employer. If somebody that you worked with was doing the same job as you, but they were making a lot more money, wouldn't you wanna know? What types of things, you know, when you're with your friends, maybe not your coworkers, but when you're with your friends, do, how, do you, how do you feel about asking your friends about money or talking about money? Amongst my peer group, it's a comfortable conversation. We're that close. And in order for us to do things comfortably amongst each other, to know who can afford what or how they can afford things, it needs to be a conversation. So like when we plan a girl's trip, we need to know when we book a particular place or we wanna to go to a particular destination, can we all afford it across the board? Because we don't want to choose a location or a place where someone else has to uh, either forfeit going or struggle to enjoy themselves. I think that's an excellent point, Terry, because when you're, when you, a lot of us will go out as friends, either out to dinner or we'll go on trips. You know, you mentioned your girl's trip. And 
you know, some people inevitably make more money than others. And then the people that make a lot of money, they want to go somewhere fancy and nice. And the people that might not make as much money, they might want to go somewhere a little more, um, you know, affordable. And so if we're having more honest and transparent conversations about money, you know, we don't have to feel bad and about these decisions and these types of gray areas where things can get, where you can kind of create conflict, right? The number one reason for, for divorce in the U.S. is um, arguing about money. It's about yeah. arguing about money. And I feel like having transparency allows people to help you. So if I'm transparent with you about where I stand financially and we're comfortable with it, I think people are more keen to uh, help you out in any way that they see fit. Absolutely. As opposed to like job, job opportunities or financial assistance in terms of information, uh, et cetera. And, and one of the things that we really want you to take away from these videos is that if you're in debt or if you're broke or if you're you know, struggling to pay your bills or you're just not where you wish you were, it's not a moral failing. We, we think we link money so closely with our identity and who we are as human beings, especially in the US. And that's not fair because just because someone has more money than somebody else, it doesn't make them a better person. It doesn't make them more moral. It doesn't make them more virtuous. Agreed. And earlier we touched base on social, economic, and racial pay gaps. Um, as a black woman in America, oftentimes we are faced with um, racial disparity in terms of employers not giving us what we are worth or what we deserved from the highest of roles to some of the you know, lower roles. And having those conversations helped, has helped many black women in their professional settings. And, you know, I've seen the conversations on Twitter in real time. What types of conversations are happening among black women on Twitter that help kind of address those, those structural inequalities? For instance, I was scrolling on Twitter and there were black journalists, black artists, uh, conversing about how they reached out to, you know, their white female allies or counterparts who disclose their income to them. And so with those disclosures, the black women found out that they were either being not paid at all or paid less by an employer or a client who told them they didn't have the money to give when they had it to give, just not to them. Yeah. It's important to know your worth and it's important to talk about among people in your, in your, uh, in your career or your vocation about who you are, how much money you make, so that you can help prevent employers and contractors from taking advantage of you. Agreed. There's three things that I'd really like all of you and our community to take away from this. Number one, you know, whatever your financial situation is, it's not, it's not a moral failing, right? If you keep following our videos, we're gonna give you the tools that you need in order to get to where you want to go and achieve your financial goals. Number two, the more information that you share and disclose with your friends, and the more transparent you are about talking about your money situations, people are gonna be empathetic, people are gonna be supportive, and they're gonna help you. That's what friends do, right? And number three, sharing that information can help us address some of those structural inequalities so that employers don't hold all the cards when it comes to compensating us. Thanks for, thanks for joining us today. If you, have a situa if you have something that you'd like to add to this conversation about money and values, leave a comment.
and let's keep talking. This will be the single most embarrassing thing we do this whole time.